inside his own. You can fight it. There's the bounce, Somerville, and there's the siren. Victory for the Bombers. But in the end, you'll fail. Kevin Sheedy joins Dick Reynolds as the most successful club in over 100 years at this famous club. The red and black runs through you. and rich in history that no club can match. Looking for a mark here. We have clubs in the AFL, the VFL, the VFLW and the brand new Wheelchair Football League. Four clubs, one goal. Join Liam and Andrew for your weekly Essendon fix. Reviews, previews of all four clubs right here on the Flying Up podcast. The other teams, they don't fear. They all try their best, but they can't get near as the bomb is flying on. Go. This is the Flying Up Podcast. Welcome back, Andrew, for your week off. Hello. I enjoyed the week off. I can tell. I watched some amazing football and also Essendon. Oh, really? Essendon played this week. That's that's odd. They didn't play once this week. No. They played no, twice? No, they didn't. They only played well, once. Well, the idea of saying that they played twice, I mean, to say that they played is being quite generous. Nah. Um, well, I had said... Jeff, yeah. Oh, you go. I was sir. just going to say, did you have a good week last week? With, um, with Jeff? I had a spell week, yes, and Jeff did a lovely impression of you. Nice, nice. Oh, hello, I'm, I'm Andrew. I should do an impersonation of Jeff just to oh, make it up. Just do it, yeah, you do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so the funniest thing... <laughs> Funniest thing happened at work the other day. This, this, this is my boss. Cause my, my boss is like really, really like she's like a really so tough, old-fashioned type. <laughs> and anyway, so she, so there's this guy that comes in. She's like, ah, Jeff, I'm really, really depressed. You have to know Jeff to understand all this, really. Good thing Jeff's in Thailand, so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. out of sight, all time high. Out of mind, no. Um, but uh, but yeah, this is the Flying Up podcast where we talk about all things Essendon across. All its many different leagues and nominations and different codes, different losses. Where where it's lost from VFL to AFL to eSports to uh, uh, VFL women's, all the losses across the board. Pretty much. What did you make? I know I said with Jeff last week, I said that this is an elimination final in my opinion. Mm. The loser of this will struggle to make finals. I'd agree with that. You agree that you think Essendon's done and dusted? It's a rather, it's a pretty final, pretty um, dramatic way of putting it, but I think it's true. I think, I don't think Essendon stand... Much chance of coming. I mean, they'd have to they, at this stage. That's the thing. If if they keep playing the game like they now that they're playing at the moment, then there's absolutely no way they can make finals. They're well, going to have to change. We're to almost do that. at the halfway point of the year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. you've won two games. Round seven out of round out of twenty two rounds. Granted, it's only about a third, not even a third. But yeah, your point is still valid. It's it's um yeah it's it's we've had, yeah the fact that we're now what f- five two mm. is pathetic. The only issue, the only thing that's in Essen's favour this year is the fact that they're in such a close year, like. Yeah. What, West Coast, West, well, GWS, West Coast, and Richmond have both lost one game. Mm. GWS has a draw, then everyone else is on two losses. And then um, I think just above Essendon, I think it's Gold Coast, and they're all on three losses. Yeah. So you're kind of, you know, there's really no standout team yet. No, except five losses is quite different to three and two losses. Mm. I mean, like, interesting, you mentioned those three teams that have only lost one. That's still three teams that are in the top three. And then from the top two, you said there are another t- three teams that include the top two in a draw. So that's um that's that's the top six taken care of, 
And so, yeah, I mean, it, you're right, sorry, it is close for sure, but it's also, it also doesn't, I mean, the fact that it's it's so early in the season, well, it's, it's there's only been seven games, and so out of those seven, to have lost five is a pretty bad percentage. And the fact that the doggies are now caught you, and the doggies are, mm. uh, the bottom four teams, they're, the, they're fourth, so yeah. you're the bottom five. With Gold Coast, Melbourne, Frio, Collingwood, Geelong, North, yeah. all on three wins, the rest on four, with GWS, then only with the draw as well. Yeah. And then you got the top two teams, Richmond and West Coast. Yeah. But yeah, that's not a good position to be in for a team that I said should have made top four. Definitely. And it's not. And you got Hawthorne who are playing, who are going inconsistently. Yeah, yeah. I must say, <laughs> when we'll get to them a bit later on, but they win and they smash a team, and then they get smashed by fifty points. Yeah. And they smash a team, and then they get that pretty much their last few weeks. Yeah. They've been smashed and then got smashed. Yeah, it's 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 really disappointing to see. Um, should, do you want to get into the Melbourne match? We break oh, it down again. Yes, um, then result of the Melbourne game after leading for the first half, Essendon went down 10, 12, 72 to 16, 12, 108. Failing scoreline, considering Essendon, I think, kicked the last three goals of the game when mm-hmm. the game was done and dusted. Yeah, yeah. And I think by that stage, there was so little morale that they couldn't have won it even if they'd kicked seven. What a what a bad game, though. Yeah, <laughs> <What a> yeah. <laughs> it was not a good contest. No, and like we say, we sort of ju- laugh about games like. The bully, the, the the Western Bulldogs game and the Port Adelaide game, not the Port Adelaide game, but we won that. Sorry, but games like the um, games like the Fremantle match, we 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 do like to laugh about that. But this one, there's just really nothing funny about it anymore. Is there? there's nothing particularly uh, excusable or encouraging or interesting about it. It's really just watching a bad team flail. But it was a bad performance by Melbourne. And two teams, Melbourne, really, you know, mm. best case scenario for Melbourne was as well, a number top four. Yeah. You know, this was meant to be. If you look at this game and start seeing like, oh, two. You know, this is the 2000s revisited, you know, yeah. the grand final preview. I wouldn't yeah. say that far, but, you it's know, a, it's just yeah. not not a good look. It was interesting because these teams are quite evenly matched, and they often are. They often play similar styles. They're often similar places on the ladder. They usually get similar scores. And I'm surprised it took until the third quarter for Melbourne to turn around because that third quarter was what killed us. If you look at the... Um, yeah, you kicked, you kicked one goal, two to Melbourne's... Yeah. Um, eight goals, three. Yeah, eight goals in one quarter, and Mel and whereas Essendon had sorry eight. seven goals. Sorry. Essendon got one goal, mm. and well, at Mel Melbourne got eight. And do you How know who didn't happen? kick a goal? Who didn't? Do you know who didn't kick? Danaher, not one. I am. He didn't kick a goal. If I'm corrected, right? No, no, he didn't. No, no, he not, not. People were watching him carefully, and he didn't kick one. Stringer had actually. I mean, I'm Stringer's one. been your best for the last two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So Smith and Laverde came through, although Smith hasn't been in it before. But um, Laverde and Stringer. And no, don't, oh no, no, he kicked feet behind Sanho. Yeah, that was that's yeah. not a good effort. No, the no. only no, the only needs to be dropped. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right. I don't think there's any real excuse anymore. I mean, it's he's if he was any other player, He'll he be would be dropped. Yeah, hundred percent. He's he's in a he's in a critical position there where his job is to get the goals and rack them up for Essendon, and he's not getting that. Um. There's no, no disrespect to um, John Worsfold or anything. Mm-hmm. But he's proven in the past to not be able to make big decisions. Like right. His history at West Coast. Yeah. You know, he didn't... The whole Ben... Like, I think the best he did was strip Ben Cousins of his captaincy. Yeah. But half of that... And I'm not, I'm not comparing Joe Danaher to Ben Cousins in any way, shape or form. No. But he's got a... far too cruel. Some coaches... Like, the best thing about Luke Beveridge at the Doggies, he always made the big calls. He dropped... He dropped Stringer. He's dropped... Yeah. I think Caleb Daniels. He dropped all these good players. 
um, I'm not yeah. I'm not seeing John Wersold make the big decision. He's not a big decision coach. I don't think he's really capable. I, th- I think he needs to make some decisions, not necessarily big decisions, but he needs to do something. It's How? almost like he just doesn't take any kind of notice of what happens and just insists that they keep on playing because their style has not changed no. in ten years. Even fake drop him really, like yeah. drop him, but then pick you know late the late call up. Yeah, yeah. I just just make put a scare him. into them. The thing is with Danaher at the moment and. No offense to Danaher, but he's Mr. Invisible. He thinks he is above the rest. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't understand why that is the case. I mean, he's he was he, he's never been a real champion player. He's always been an above average, very likable player. I think a lot of it comes from his own personal charm rather than his actual skill. I know, um, last year, like you said, last year he won the best in Ferris or Australia. Yeah. I think came. I think he ended up coming fourth in the Coleman. Yeah, because of a bad last round where he, I think, bad, I think a goal or something. Bad last round and bad first third of the season. But yeah. You're right. He's never. I mean, even last year, like he came into his own later, and perhaps that's what will happen this year. But a really, really champion player that everyone's touting Danaher to be needs to be able to play consistently good across the whole season. Mm, and it's just, it's just not on. This is again. It was like I said, it was an elimination final, in my opinion. The, the mm. losers of this game wouldn't be able to make finals because it, the, the rest of the teams are gonna start pulling away. Teams like mm. I've got West Coast should play finals now, mm. despite how bad. Even if they finish poorly, mm. uh, they've only lost the one game. Richmond are flying. They yeah. are by far the benchmark in the AFL. Yeah. Hawthorne then, and Sydney. Hawthorne and Sydney. Well, Sydney's always there. You mm. know. It's good to see Geelong, Sydney and Hawthorne there. The teams that miss <laughs> out. Sure. Yeah, good to see the classism is still there. Yeah, like you know, the teams that struggled the last few years have finally yeah. made the finals again. It's a long longevity there. I know. I mean I don't think I don't think Hawthorne has been in the finals for no. twelve, thirteen months. They probably don't know what to do with themselves. No, no. I mean will they even remember what it's like to no. be in the finals? No. It was so long ago. Yeah. So um, there's that. And then you've got teams like GWS as well, who I think won't move from the top eight. No. So who do we have? We've got West Coast. Um, oh, Adelaide as well. Adelaide, Adelaide, yeah. definitely, once they get all their good players back. So Richmond, West Coast, Adelaide, GWS, Sydney. I reckon Frio. We we. I reckon Frio. Nah, nah, nah. Two, they're too young. Maybe. Frio continues playing young players. They shouldn't, they shouldn't aim. They should aim for finals, <laughs> but it shouldn't be a must. Like Melbourne. Melbourne must yeah. make finals. Yeah. Doesn't in between teams like Frio. I'm going to say Gold Coast. Mm. I'm going to put Gold Coast in this as well because I think they're playing sensational football, but they don't need to play finals. They've, they've, yeah, yeah. So they're in that group of play- teams that probably could make finals if they really push yeah. themselves, but don't. They're kind of like what Essendon was last year. Right. They didn't need to play finals. Yeah, yeah. They're good. Yeah, and they, they, yeah, exactly. They could, they could show them. They could prove themselves without playing finals. But then, and then you've got Essendon in the last third, which is oh. just. All right, look. Let's go back to the Melbourne match. Let's look at what do you think were the reasons why we fell apart so much. The specific reasons. I would, if I had to pick three reasons, I'd say it was the fact that we couldn't keep it in our fifty after a kickout. It was the the abhorrent performance by the midfields, and it was the lack of people like Danaher to really sort of lead the team. And, and um, difference between yeah. a good ruckman and an average ruckman. Yeah, yeah. Lohenberg is past his time. When you can't make it mm. at Brisbane, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah. If you can't if you can't be a huge success in in Tasmania, don't move to New York. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, back to what I was saying actually. Before we get back to yours, so who do we have again? We have got Richmond, West Coast, Hawthorne, Sydney, GWS. Yep. Um, uh, that's five. Um, Adelaide, and I'll probably say Geelong. Geelong, yeah. So that's seven. There's seven. one spot, one spot available for Melbourne, mm. Collingwood, Essendon, Frio, Frio, Gold Coast, Port Adelaide. Oh, I forgot about Parallel, Parallel, yeah. Why not? <laughs> so the top eight, that's the pretty much the top eight. Mm, mm. I almost done and dusted. I know I said it in the round. Yeah. I think I said round two, the top eight's done and dusted. Yeah. But and then you got, well, even, what about North Melbourne? Oh, they are, they, they are the smokiest of smokies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. oh, they are an absolute smoky. Yeah, either they're bad for the environment. 
Yeah. They are. <laughs> yeah, they give you asthma. Mm. They are. They are. Do, that's why. That's why I don't go for North Melbourne. <laughs> they are very strange. But back but to you, like, uh, the reason that like I said Max Gorn dominated Essendon. Yeah. Um, your phone line's non-existent. I think was, um, James Shields dropped off. Mm. is now your best one. Good, the best thing you've done all season is move him back to the forward line. Mm. Your back line got destroyed, mm. even with Hooker and Hurley. Mm. And it's just... There is a lot of soul-searching to be done at Essendon. I think the I think the backline did as good a job as it always does. And I think the backline really do not get enough credit because they have... I reckon they're one of the best defence in the in the league. They always manage to hold up against teams. They always play well. It's just often the incompetence of the midfield that caused them to is be Essence overrun. Is Essendon's midfield overrated? Because on paper... Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that, was, that was a quick okay cool yeah. we're done thank <laughs> you for see, see you next week yeah, yes. check us out lunches. bye <laughs> uh, yeah next week the, the Richmond match it was fine see ya yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> so let's look at the Hawthorne match it was great we thrashed <laughs> them by 80 points <laughs> bye <laughs> so why so, are they over, so why are they overrated so an Essendon yeah. Gold Coast Grand Final who'd have thought not me see ya <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so that's uh, what do you think? Why do you say they're overrated? I'm well, what, yeah, what do you say? Well, I don't even know if they're overrated because I don't think they've been given any attention anymore. I think they're just rated. I just think they're rated. just, just, yeah, just I think, rated. I think they're, um, I think they're, they are like, I think people like Merritt kind of give it a bit of class and a bit of prestige, but for the most part, I don't think anyone's really under the delusion that Essence midfield has been good since about 2013. Um, and it's, uh, I know that's that's a huge sweeping statement. I don't think, I don't think, I think they really miss Job the midfield. Because he kind of tied them together a bit, and I think ever since um you got, because it's weird you've got players that just come slightly into form. Azaharakas and Merritt play pretty well, pretty well, but just not quite enough to save it. And in something like the midfield, when you've got so much of the ground to cover and so many specialised positions, then it's it's a bit weird that I, I think that's that's part of the problem is that our, the midfield is just unable to carry the rest of the midfield, unable to 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 put it up against the rest of the the midfielders. Um. Just look at, look at the starting midfield. So this is the starting midfield. Uh, mm. For Melbourne, you've got Max Gorn, Kristen Salem, Clayton Oliver, Mitch Hannon, Nathan James, and Angus Bradshaw. That's right. a pretty solid midfield. A lot of um, top 10 draft picks and, and all Australian ruckmen. Mm. Essendon's is Lewenberger, Smith, Jackson Merritt, then McGrath, Lever, and Much. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But let's use, let's swap, let's put Heppel and Parrish and Merritt in there. Like, it should be normally, but even that, I think they're just names. Yeah, yeah. Um, McGrath, I think maybe should have spent another extra year in the back line before going coming forward. Mm. Um, in the midfield, um, Zarakas, I think he should just stay on the wing. Um, yeah. Don't know why he's in the four. He started off in the forward line. Mm. Um, Parrish just hasn't. He just hasn't. He's kind of like Jacob Weedering as mm. well. Like both of those players were, I think, before Callum Mills won the Navarising Star that year. Yeah, they were the two favourites, and just, they haven't got out that first gear. Yeah. The plays doing their first season. Um, Zach Merritt is not having as good as you he's had the last two years. No. And um, Dyson yeah. Heppel is... Oh, no. he's, he's, he's still not bad. I mean, he's still got a flair of a flair of the talent that he used to lead the team with. I just... I'm, it's just hard. It's hard to rate someone like Dyson Heppel as a good captain. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, like, you think of good captains, you think of Cochin, Sarwood. I'm going to say um, Dane Beams. I think Dane Beams does a fantastic job at um, Brisbane. yeah. I think of average captains like Tom Lynch for Gold Coast really hasn't shone mm. as captain. No, I think Stephen May's done good, but um, Tom Lynch hasn't done much. Um, Maybe Jared Gary for St Kilda, Perhaps. and um, probably Dyson Heppel really captains that haven't really shown that much. Possibly, but what I mean on the one hand, Heppel is leading a pretty dysfunctional um, 
kind of shattered team at the moment. Like, do you think the fact that he's he's got a pretty big? This is a very difficult season to be captain because he's got players coming and going. He has to lead people that often haven't been in the club for more than a year or two. I think this is. I, I think he's done a pretty good job of what he's got. I wouldn't say he's been a bad captain. I wouldn't say he's, he hasn't. He hasn't sort of shown that spark. I just think perhaps he's been a little bit out of form himself, and that kind of because once you once I mean. People do look up to the captain as the best player. I think that's part of the trouble. Oh, that, that, and I always, I always disagree with that. The yeah. captain shouldn't always be the best player. I yeah. always rank, I rate Nick Maxwell as one of the best captains of the early, the yeah. mid, the late two thousands, because of just how good of a captain he was, mm. a good leader he was. What do you think about someone like? Who do you think could be captain if no, it no, for Heppel? Um, I've got to say Heppel has to be. He's the only one in that age range. Yeah. So like you could say Hurley or Hooker, but I think Heppel's the correct guy to captain Essendon. Yeah. yeah. Which kind of like St Kilda's issue, but who else? Captain, like, mm. who, who, what, what about Denaher? I mean, he's not in form, but oh. he's he's got that kind of camaraderie with the other players. Oh, just like what I read today about Mitchell Marsh becoming the captain of the Australian mm. Test team. <laughs> it's just a weird world, is it? That'd, yeah. be, like, that'd be like if mm. Saad became captain. <laughs> I will say this though, speaking of Saad, Saad played amazingly on yeah, the weekend. I, th- I think there were two good things that came out of the out of the match, um, out of the match on on Sunday. Tip and Woody came back into form pretty pretty smartly, I thought. He, he he got um, a lot of people looked at the fact that he got two one score wise, which is pretty good for him. And I think he showed himself as a better goal kick than some of the other uh, forwards at the moment. Like I think he, I don't think he was anyone expecting to get that goal, the first goal he kicked, which was about uh, sixty meters out on a weird angle, and yet it just bounced through. It was perfect. He really takes it seriously, Tim Woody, which I think is what the forwards need a bit as well. Like Danaher, um, Danaher still after missing that goal from twenty meters out, sort of turned around and shook his head and laughed. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I know it's not he a. He doesn't take it seriously. No, I know you know you don't want someone who's going to be incredibly somber and serious, like <coughs> God out. But you need someone who's um, you need someone who's going to um, you need you need someone who's at least going to take it seriously. You need someone who's at least going to appreciate the weight of the job. Mm. The other good thing that happened is Saad. I thought played really well. Yeah. Saad and Tim Woody. I thought I thought Saad was just there when everyone needed. He was a bit like Bagley used to be in his good good old days when he was just didn't get noticed easily, but he was always there whenever the ball landed. He was fantastic at getting it away from contests. People would get it to him, and then um, he'd just get it clean. I guess, I guess, crummer essentially. Uh, and he was, and he just seemed to have that kind of feist that a lot of people, a lot of people in the team don't have at the moment. So mm. I think he, if you had more people like Saad, that really had that energy, we could have possibly won. But then we could have won if we hadn't. Honestly, it was <laughs> a stupid thing that we didn't win. Um, the last money. thing before we get off to the the res- the, the, the reserves. Yeah. So before we go, um, did you see the incident with the fan? It was a bit weird. Um, it w- yeah. I think it was wrong. I think the guy should have been chucked out. Uh, I know he's apologised and Max Gorn said don't ban him, but I think they should have banned him for life. Well, what was he doing wrong, though? I mean, he's entitled to shout out. Yeah, but he was he over the fence in the face of someone. Like, you're, allowed to, of. you're well, allowed to say what you like, but that's not on. That I, is... that is. Yeah. Apparently, he left. He did leave. On his, he said he left on his own accord, but even... Fair enough. Just not, that is not on by any means... Yeah, I don't care what kind of car you used, what, whether it was a Hyundai or otherwise. You're right. <laughs> I think it's uh, just, I thought I'd throw in a bizarre car part in the middle of this conversation. I think he's. Um, I think he's. I don't, yeah, look, can I watch it again? I just got out of it. Never mind. Um, so, wow, that was great to watch a second time. Fantastic. <laughs> 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 uh, well, it was just actually on second thoughts. I I have to watch it a second time. And my opinion is completely different. I mean, he didn't. Yeah, like it was a bit aggressive. I'll give him that, and it was pretty inappropriate. But legally, he didn't really do anything wrong. He wasn't leaning over. He wasn't touching Max Gorn. Oh, I, I still I don't like it. He it's wasn't shouting anything abusive or offensive or derogatory. Or anything, it's just something it? you just don't like seeing. The players are there to do their job, which is play football. They shouldn't mm. be getting yelled at by. 
idiots in the fan in the crowd. Possibly, but if like, that, oh, yeah, so everyone just remains completely silent when you get to no, a match. No, that guy, so, in my opinion, that guy is an absolute tosser. Yeah, I'd agree like, he's a tosser. Like, I wouldn't, maybe it bans a bit too much. Like, apparently he's already made goods with Gorn and he will do okay. But it was just, that um, is not on. You don't want anyone yeah. to see. You're there to do your job. You're there to play mm. football. I love the idea he made good with Gorn. Like, it was troubling them both. He went around to his house <laughs> and said, hi, how are you? Uh, well, I he, has, he, said, he um, said he's apologised. So. Fair enough. It's not the worst, not the worst, and that was going to be the worst. Like ever since I saw, it, I'm like, that's the worst fan thing I've seen today. That's mm. it, hundred percent. Until the Western Derby over in Perth, yeah, where there's a video camera, of a West Coast supporter burning a Fremantle jumper. I, th- I thought that was pretty. That was too. Now, far. That, that, that's that was much worse than. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that was uh, way out of line. That that is bad as being a fan. You know, a fan to a player, you just don't. You just you stay over the fence. You don't go across the fence unless they're high-fiving you. Yeah, yeah. What the West Coast fan did as well was not on. No, that was so illegal well. and dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, like that was kind of... And it's like really, like quite the thing sadistic, is, really. Your team won. I know, I know. Like your team didn't lose. It wasn't like, you know, um, a BS umpire call that cost your team the game. Yeah, yeah. Your team won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. so... Yeah, um, that's so Western Australian. Oh, so is. What I don't get is the fact that that I saw that incident. The fact that no one there was a pretty slow to react, wasn't? I mean, he mm. kind of it was quite a severe burn. Well, it is Western Australia. They are pretty, yeah, pretty it slow was, over there. It was. Yeah, it took three hours <laughs> delay. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, by the time he started burning, yeah. it was three o'clock Perth time. <laughs> You're right, though. Yeah, yeah. We'll start off with the VFL. SN didn't play last week nope. after their loss to Collingwood. A few weeks ago, but next week they play North Melbourne down at Windy Hill. Mm. Could you go back to Windy Hill? It's going to be good to see. North Melbourne are actually uh, on top of uh, the Box Hill ladder. On Box Hill on top, sorry, no. Um, but the good thing is North Melbourne aren't on top of the ladder. Yeah, so, so we're fine. Yeah, uh, but it's what I find odd about this. Why? Because when I, we'll get to the women's in a sec, why aren't they playing Box Hill? Like, come on, people who do the fixtures. Yeah. Because the SNV foul team start their their first season against Box Hill on Sunday. Yeah. Where SN plays North Melbourne on Saturday as well. Why couldn't they all just play the Hawthorne teams? Make it fun. So big, cr- big c- congratulations to Lisa Williams, who's become the first AF, um, Essence VFLW captain. Follows the footsteps of George Stuck- Stuckley. Stucky. Stucky. Mm, yeah. Big boy Stucky, who was the Essence captain in 1897, their first season in the VFL. Nice. So congratulations to her, as well as their leadership group of seven other p- women. Natasha Hardy was voted vice captain. Haley Bullers. Kerb Hicks. Jess Trent, Kenja Hills, Lauren Marcroft, uh, mm. all part of their leadership group that will hopefully take Essen to their first a VFLW premiership. Because mm. the premiership is in very, very rare occasion of Essen. Hasn't won once in 2000 in any form no. of football. Um, it is actually getting to the point now where it is pretty... pretty. Uh, well, you're, not, you're not used to it. This point, I think, almost your longest premiership chat. I think your longest was... Um, 60, 65 to 84. Yeah, yeah. What's the longest premiership drought? Yeah. So this is closing it's, on that. Yeah, at 66 to 84, was it? 65 to 84. 65 to 84, so it's which almost, is... Yeah, 19 years. 19 years, and now it's been... Yeah, Nearly 20. Eight, yeah, so it has been. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting you say that about how... The, why didn't we play Cawthorn? I feel like I'm just arguing for the sake of it now, so I don't mean to... I feel like we've had a well, lot of disagreements well, today. So, but, um, bit, bit of, Andrew's um, in a bit of a shitty mood. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, like, I'll be like, hey, yeah, Andrew, how are you? Projection. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> I'm not really just mad at you. I'm mad at the world. He is. Um, he is. Being an Essence yeah. supporter has that effect on people. Yeah, so, yeah, I can't think why I've been in a bad mood being an Essence supporter. No. You never, get someone who's in a, never get someone who's in a bad mood and get them to talk about Essendon. 
That's a recipe for disaster. Pretty much. Um, like, what are you talking about? Of course, I didn't play too many disposals. But um, but I do think I do think that I sort of in the, the reason I say this, I don't necessarily think it's such a bad thing that I don't play the same uh, team as the AFL because it's nice to have the distinction between the VFL and the AFL. I think. Oh, I don't think it's a bad thing either. I just think I just think it's. You know, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Especially if uh, you want to do a double header because. Okay, just I just back. Yeah, see, I'm mad as well. Doesn't matter. Do it. That wasn't aimed at the you microphone. No. That was aimed at me. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's like the beer you spilled on me after round two. <laughs> so it wasn't aimed at me. It was aimed for the ground. <laughs> so, uh, but back to what I was saying, um, because there'll be less people at the women's game. You know, it goes AFL, then probably VFL, then VFW in terms of attendance. Mm, at um, this stage, yeah. Having, having the games on different days, I think they should do the VFL, the, yeah, the VFLW and the VFL as double headers for the teams that have them. Mm. So, Essen, you know. So, do the um, male, male and female VFL yeah. on the same day. That's so, Essen idea. should play Box Hill, then Essen should play Box Hill. Yeah. So, the crowd's there for both teams. Actually, that's think, a good idea. Yeah. I know, I'm smart. <laughs> so, I'm so surprised. I don't think I'm a genius, but, <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> so, when it comes to organising VFL matches. Oh, I am the VFL king. Yeah. And um, the SN team has jumped up to third as well on the eSports as well, so congratulations to them. Go to 1935. Okay. Do you know what happened in 1935? Uh, well, let me think. There was the Obsidian Crisis was starting to begin. Uh, the Manchuria Crisis... Uh, Henry Ford started uh, ended production on the one lay. What else? Oh, but footy was. Oh, um, I would say people died, but okay. I think I like your one better. People probably did die. Uh, a few people probably did. Yeah, seems yeah. like a year for death. Nineteen thirty-five. Does seem like a year for death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as opposed to years for life. <laughs> um, two thousand six. Nice. Mm. Yeah, that was a good year. Yeah, a lot of people were alive in yeah. two thousand six. Yeah. What about fourteen eighty one? Uh, fourteen eighty one in terms of life really wasn't the strongest. No, no. Like a lot of um people died of like the common cold. Yeah, 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 and starvation. But back in those days, it was just called the cold. Yeah, it wasn't really common. No, no, no. Just no. later, it was started to become more common. It's like, oh, you have a cold. I have a cold. Yeah, you got something in common. I think you got the unusual cold there. <laughs> the unusual, the rare cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got the peculiar pox. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you, you you look like you have a runny nose there. <laughs> well, that's something we don't have in common. <laughs> that's that's unique. <laughs> yeah, the so, unique cold. Yeah, oh, look, I don't think we can be friends. Welcome yeah. to the cold podcast where we talk about all stages of being sick. Shout out to you. Shout out your symptoms. <laughs> uh, today we review a symptom: <laughs> sore throat. Uh. Eight out of ten. Um, well, you got your itchy down there. You probably have an STD. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, speaking of uh, speaking, STD, of you probably have an STD. 1935, isn't it? Um, <laughs> they went over that. <laughs> that was actually the fun fact of the week. Um, <laughs> um, in yeah. 1935, round seven in the eighth of June, because they started the season muscle because of a little number of teams. But wow, eighth of June. Mm. Hang know. on, season started in eighth of June. Oh, round seven was in eighth of June. Oh, okay, yeah. started in April. Started late, April though. 27th. So started even after Anzac Day. There was no Anzac Day. Well, no. there was no Anzac. No, no. Anzac Day. No. Round seven, who did Essen play? Um, I think we played in 1935. I've got this weird feeling we played Fitzroy. Well, your weird feeling's wrong. Oh. You played Geelong. It is a weird feeling. <laughs> it's a weird feeling, not a correct feeling. Yeah. Um, we played Geelong. Yep. How did we go? Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, Geelong, eight, 16, 14, 110, defeated Essen, 4, 12, 36. So Joe Danaher was playing forward. You can tell by all the points that was kicked. <laughs> yeah. oh, we wouldn't have got to, what was it, 34 with Joe Danaher playing? Uh, 
Well, well, it's okay. You've had a cryo oval, so if, you know you're probably scared you'll get stabbed yes. playing a cryo. That was where they played the grand final during the Second World War years, wasn't it? Nah, um, Princess Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Football history. I did ten to thirty-four, was it? Mm. Well, you got the last laugh. You actually finished above Geelong in that season. Yeah. Finished eighth, and Geelong finished ninth. Mm. We have North Melbourne finishing last. It's been a bitter point ever since. Yeah, and North Melbourne finishing last is always a always a positive. Yes. The one make you might feel better. Hawthorne finished tenth. The world like us wasn't so different. Gee, that's weird. Mm. That was the last time they finished. That was that was you during know, their rebuilding phase that they're still on at the moment. Do you know Hawthorne? They weren't good until the I think nineteen fifty nine. They made their first ever finals. Yeah, yeah. So not from nineteen twenty five to nineteen fifty eight, they did not play finals. No, they were shite. They were terrible. And then they then they won thirteen in you know six decades. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> the jokes on us actually. Yes, yeah, when rich people started playing sport. Yes. So, if last week was an elimination final, this week is. This week would definitely be an elimination. This is the big game. The biggest, the big game. The big, big, big game. The big game. Mm, this is, yeah, the big game. The big game. We'll be saying every single week's elimination final until the actual elimination final. <laughs> this is the elimination final. I, how do you reckon they go? Do you think they stand any chance? Or do you think they're so deflated? They do have a good record of against Hawthorne at the moment. I can't believe I'm saying that. And they there is so much criticism against them maybe it will genuinely change them I don't think Essen's good under the pump but Hawthorne like I said they're, they're, being, they're very inconsistent for a team that where they are on the ladder mm. I want to think I want to guess but yeah. I don't know it's just I uh, mean we like we like to look at the fairy tale aspect to it and we do pretend that Hawthorne uh, I mean you're right Hawthorne are inconsistent Essendon do play well against Hawthorne when they're under pressure and it's our home game as well not that that makes any difference at all because it's at the MCG but even so, I mean, just look at the stats. Just look at the quality of playing. I mean, you could take away the taking away chance, taking away luck, taking away serendipity, and you just look at the cold and hard facts, and it's pretty unlikely that we're going to beat Hawthorne. Well, like I said, you're back against well against Adelaide, but yeah. then Adelaide didn't come to play, so it depends how Essendon comes to play. Yeah. Um, Lundberg is out, so you'll assume um, Kernan will come back in Yeah. for the Ruck. Um, Orazio Fantasia is likely to come back in as well, so I think he'll just plop straight back if in the can, side. If they can throw him straight in the forward, then mm. it might be a bit of a saving grace. Because, I mean, when you think about it, if we got even, you know, a few more of those goals, it would have helped against Melbourne. We only lost by three, four goals in the end, five, actually yeah. six, six goals, we get it. But, um, but you know, like even even if, if we weren't that disgraced by Melbourne, that a few more goals by someone like Orazio Fantasia wouldn't have helped us win. Yeah, I, don't know, I just think it's, it's a tough one. It is definitely a tough game. Um, but it has to be, if you can't beat Essendon... If you can't beat Essendon, if you can't beat yourself, yeah. that's, that's the truth. That's, that, that's it, isn't it? You have to defeat yourself yeah. to be able to win. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I wasn't wrong. I was physiological. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that was incredibly philosophical. Philosophical, that's, that's the word. Physiological. It was talking about your muscles. Yeah. It's, oh, we, yeah. Discovered, we, went, we, went to, we spent 22 rounds trying to find the grand final, trying to win the Premiership Cup until we realised the Premiership Cup <laughs> was inside us all along. <laughs> Um, there's a soundbite. The, um, <laughs> we um. the next week, we, um, it's the the very very non-pointless country game. Yeah. Ah. Oh, the game that had oh. such merit. Gee, we'll be lucky you to know, get a ticket to that one. You know, because it's a game about the country, and I think we've said this as before. Yeah. Game about the country, but it's played at the MCG. Exactly. Yeah. Not not played in you know a country stadium. No. 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 At the MCG. Not even played in Geelong. Yeah. No. No. Well, they've got a pie truck that comes down from Mildura. Oh wow. <laughs> so it's pretty much right. Get out your hay seeds. Oh. Yeah. What, the AFL's not going to do something because they'll lose money? No, that's not like the that's, AFL at all. They're, they're so good. They, they wouldn't dare no. to take a risky financial decision like, for the sake of honouring the 
the Heritage of the Club. It's like a team that's called Geelong having to play most of their home games in Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's just stupid. No, no, no. They, they would never do so. And it's like them slightly spending hundreds of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars slightly changing their, the theme songs. Yeah. They, they wouldn't do that. If only two teams actually use the theme songs. No. And like they wouldn't, yeah, but they record anyway. Exactly. That's yeah. the AFL are really considerate like that. And no. they're good to the whole country. I mean, Northern Territory and, Dow and uh, Tasmania have been, uh, 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 we'll, we'll testify well, what about just the teams how good they What about the teams like Queensland? Like, you know, we've gone through this and you said, Queensland, you know, the reason why Queensland has two teams because there's NML teams there. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, so, they, they've, they, they helped um, Brisbane build this new um, training centre in Springfield in Brisbane. Yeah. AFL helped out a lot. They oh, they oh. put their foot down saying, well, we want Brisbane to do well. Yeah, yeah. So make, how they make, sure there's, but make sure there's three public toilets there. Yeah. They also yeah. helped out with um, the Perth Stadium. They, oh, they, oh, were, yes. they were there with, hey, we're going to help you guys out. But yeah. new, a bit of new, um, to build up the MCG with a few more seats. Oh, yeah, yes, let's yeah. get there. Because nice. it's always filled, isn't it? The MCG. Exactly, yeah, it's always filled. That's lucky because you're yes. right. They, those extra 24 seats, will the, the extra $48 I make from it will be incredibly worth the thousands it's going to cost. In uh, let, let's see. Let's see, actually. Let's see, shall we? This MCG rebuild they're doing. I think they're going to build, I think it's 130,000 I think going to get really? to now. You know that the capacity at the moment is 101,024. 1, oh, so I think it's on 110,000. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. MC, apart from the round one. So round one's got 90,000, then 50,000. Which is good. Hawthorne Collingwood makes sense. Fifty-four thousand Melbourne Geelong makes sense. Yeah. Um, thirty thousand for a GWS game. Good on them. Even the even the grand final is like at capacity, but mm. it's not. Um, Seventy-three thousand. Then we get into the long rounds. Sixty-eight thousand. Thirty-five thousand. Seventy thousand. Mm-hmm. Good on Richmond. Thirty-two thousand. <laughs> this feels like across between the Brownlow and the lottery. Forty-one thousand. In round two, one vote. Twenty-seven thousand. <laughs> round one, Essen, round one, Essen versus Richmond, oh, forty thousand. These two don't count. Anzac Day and the Anzac Day Eve, seventy-seven thousand, no. ninety-one thousand. What about the Dreamtime match? Well, we haven't got to that yet. That's in a few weeks. Oh, look forward yeah. to that. Oh. Yeah. oh, you mean this year? Just doing yeah, this, this year? Yeah, this year. Okay. And the last one, seventy-two thousand. Yes, because they need the extra thousand seats because it's going to be filled. Yeah, yeah. Like, without you know, a doubt. I've told you my biggest issues about um, Tom Lynch, right? And yeah. How the their biggest pull for him to go to Melbourne is. You know, instead of playing in front of, you know, tw- the 20,000 uh, Metricon, yeah. go to Marlon and play in front of 90,000 people. Yeah. Because that happens all the bloody time, doesn't it? <laughs> of course, All yeah, the time. Yeah. Always, always, always 90,000. Unless he plays in a grand final. Most grand finals, even prelim finals, apart from Richmond, Collingwood, and maybe Hawthorne, yeah. most prelim finals only get to 80,000. Yeah, yeah. That's stupid, yeah. Why would you want to play against, yeah, 20,000 people who like you? At uh, at at, uh, at at Metricon instead of playing at twenty five thousand at the MCG. Who and of course, you know, you. of course, Metricon they have the applause, so you know which team you actually go for. <laughs> yes, yeah. Which one's Gold Coast? Oh, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, and they provide telescopes so you can yeah. see the field. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's lovely. You, you once said that Metricon was a really good round. Oh no, Metricon's a beautiful stadium. It really yeah, is. It's nice. Like I said, Gold Coast. If Gold Coast becomes a bigger team and plays the final there, yeah, I know it's gonna sound weird, but the party atmosphere of the Gold Coast. I yes. know oh, Gold Coast don't party. No, no, but, it's know. pretty sedate. Oh yeah, yeah. very, very good. Well, well, respectable wacky. people in the yeah, place. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's mm. it's known as the it's known as the Paris of the South. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be wiping the scones off the table. Oh yes, yes. you know, um, have you ever been to Spotless Stadium? No, but I want to go. Anyway, so next week we'll be back. Uh, Spotless Stadium. I think yeah. I've ranted about Spotless Stadium. I'm sure I've ranted. No, about you Spotless haven't. Stadium. You haven't ranted. Do your rant. We got no, time. No, 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 no. We haven't got time. No, well, what's we'll, about no, Spotless no, no. We'll save that for next week. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you what. That's our special treat. Yes, next week. I tell you what. I tell you what. Here's a here's a little reward incentive. If Essendon win next week, I will do my rant about Spotless Stadium. And if Essendon loses? 
I'll do my rant about something else. No, I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll do my rant about the new showgrounds. I'll do my rant about the dandenong. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> do you rant about the, <laughs> you rant about the Hurstbridge line? Oh, oh no. <laughs> we're going to be taking an entire episode about that. I could do a podcast about the bloody Hurstbridge line. You know that they've actually extended the time it's supposed to be open for another week? Oh, lovely. It's, uh, yeah. So, and uh, we, I was on a bus the other day, right, at Victoria Park Station. Um, on one of the expresses to McLeod, known as the Collingwood Supporter Express, that goes from Victoria Park and McLeod. Oh, lovely! And um, and everyone, as we were just getting on, there was all these stupid school kids. Um, uh, and then as we were just, just as everyone was seated in the bus, was about to take off, the driver goes, "Everyone, can you please get off the bus on fire?" <laughs> and smoke started going out of the front of the bus, and everyone was like, "What? What?" Well, at least he said please. Yeah, he was polite, but not yeah. urgent enough. No. So that was fun. And so, yeah, and then smoke started filling. Anyway, um, so that is the... How do you reckon they'll go? Final well, predictions yes, I think, against uh, Hawthorne? I think this game's very winnable, but it has to, we have to win. Have yeah, to win. Yeah. yeah. There's no... Even, like... We could be Geelong the week after, but we have to win this game. The season yeah. has to start now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think they're going to win, but I'd love to see it, and I really think they do. It'll be a test to see how much they've learned from the last two matches. Yeah. But yeah, this is the Flying Up Podcast. We have Liam and Andrew. See you next